Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 12th of May. And for the day, the index closed, unfortunately, down 123.7 points, or 1.75%, falling below the support level at 7,641. We opened at 7,062.9. We had a high of 7,063.4 and a low of 6930.2. We did see a bit of a rally uh, mid-morning from uh, the opening levels of around 70 or 80 points down to around 40, 45 points down, but the selling and the rot set in as the day wore on once again. Technology and mining stocks, or technology really got whacked. Mining stocks, which had held the market up previously, seemed to get infected by the grand selling of many players. Uh, We had uh, resources, those resource stocks trying valiantly to hold up, but the Aussie dollar coming under pressure again, 68.78, 68.78. Interestingly, I just had a conversation with a friend about going to Europe and the rates there, and the rate against the uh, UK and the Euro is pretty much unchanged. It is just against the US dollar as the US dollar picks up, 68.78. We had mining shares under pressure today. BHP down 1.6%. Rio down 2.1%. Fortescue down 2.8%. BHP was 10.7 points alone. And we saw second liners and base metal stocks and lithium stocks under pressure again. Alchem down 4.9%. IGO down 2.9%. Mineral Resources down 2.1%. And Pilbara down 6.5% with South32 down 0.9. There was nowhere to run even in the gold stocks. Bullion actually is better, considerably better on the back of that falling Aussie dollar and uh, gold higher in Aussie dollar terms, 26.88. So the miners uh, won't be uh, too unhappy about that, but Newcrest down 0.6, Northern Star down 2.8 and Evolution down 2.4% and bigger falls in second liners like St. Barbara down 5.1%. And we saw the likes of Bellevue Gold down 1.8% as well. Even energy stocks under pressure today. Despite that rise in the oil price overnight, we are seeing a little bit of Asian weakness in the oil price at the moment. And we saw Woodside down 3.1%, Santos down 2.1%, and coal stocks under some pressure. Whitehaven down 2.8% there, and uh, Yankol down 1.5% as well. Looking across to the banks, the banks were actually up today, or at least the big bank basket was up today. CBA numbers taken quite positively, as you would expect. CBA usually delivers up 0.6%. NABs up nearly 1%. Uh, That fall yesterday, ex-dividend somewhat uh, being fought back today. But ANZ uh, down nearly 1% and Westpac down nearly 2% today. uh, Ensured that the big bank basket was up slightly to 181.92%, very slightly. Industrials, though, on the nose. Healthcare down as well, with CSL down 1.8% after saying that its deal to buy Vifor uh, may be delayed because of regulatory issues. We also saw ResMed down 2.6%. That fall continues. Fisher & Paykel down 3.96%. 
FPH, the stock code there, and Cochlear down 2.7%. So no defensive buying there at all in the healthcare sector, nor in the REITs, which were once again under pressure. Goodman Group down 3%, GPT down 4.4%, Mervac 2.7%, and Stockholm down 2.3%. So once again, we did see those REITs on the nose. Industrials too on the nose. West Farmers down 1.1%. IDP Education down 9.1% today. Not sure if that's the result of the overseas arrivals numbers that we saw or just COVID generally continuing in China, but um, certainly being whacked today, as was Aristocrat down 3.9%. Transurban down 1.5%. Qantas down 2.5%. Woolies down one4 And Coles down 1.5%. But there was some serious damage done today in techno stocks, and we had zero results out from them. Some cost pressures coming through. They were down 11.6%. Not a good day for zero, which is now trading at 76.90. WTC, Wise Tech Global fell 6.9%. Computer Share fell 2.0%. And Altium, shocker today, outdid Square, well nearly outdid Square, uh, the uh, Altium share price dropped 16.7%. We did see some director buying, one director bought another 2,000 shares, regretting that already. And we did see Square, the artist formerly known as Block, formerly known as Facebook, fell 17.6% to under 100 bucks. I haven't worked it out in old money in terms of what that meant for the afterpay price, but of course Block SQ2 has a quite a large exposure to crypto crypto, which has been certainly uh, not very well received in the last few days. And we did see today the crypto ETFs begin life in Australia. And to say it was a fizzer was probably an understatement. They are trading on what is the Chiex, which is now known as CBOE. Um, so that is... Um, Kicked off today, a pretty uninspiring kickoff for them. The Alltech index today, it fell a nice 6.6%, really struggling that index, so no good news. In corporate news today, good results from Orica, exploding higher. Uh, they had a really good day today and showed that the mining boom, at least for them, isn't dead. 4.7% to the good today, and we'll probably see a little bit of um, profit taking tomorrow unless we get some good broker upgrades there. RED, Red 5, also having a good day today. They were up 5.8%. They announced uh, all processing was underway at King of the Hills, K-O-T-H. I refer it to King of the Hills. So that was good. CSL uh, down, of course, on the news of Vifor taking somewhat longer. And on the economic front, building approvals fell 18.5% on uh, the latest numbers. Uh, private sector houses fell 3% while private sector dwellings excluding houses fell 29.9% and the value of non-residential building approvals fell 0.8%. So not particularly great news there on the economic front. In terms of major movers today, there were some positives. There were some stocks that did well today. Judo Capital, a uh, quasi-neo bank, I guess, uh, JDO, the stock code there, up 5.9%. Red 5, RED, up 5.8%. Orica, ORI, up 47 Hansen had a good day in the technology space, up 3.1%. Uh, 
HSN, Resi Mac also doing well, RMC up 2.8%, and we saw uh, ACL, Australian Clinical Labs, up 2.2% today. Interestingly, the gold ETF actually rose 1.7% today, that's G-O-L-D, uh, that is the gold ETF, but no such luck for gold mining shares. In terms of the losers today, we've already run through a few of them. Square, the biggest, down 17.6%. That's block now below 100 bucks. Altium down 16.7%. ALU 360 uh, down 12%. They had a bit of a rally in the last few days, but all that snuffed out, all forgotten. 360, the stock code there, down 12%. Sayona Mining down 12%. Zero down 11.6%. Telex Pharmaceutical down 11%. Phineas down 10%. And Novanix down 9.8%. And Megaport having a shocking day today. MP1 down 9.74%. In fact, Megaport have had a shocking run. Uh, it was interesting. Back in November, they were 20, nearly $22. They're now trading at $6.50. There is a crash there, if ever you've seen one. Positive sectors today were the banks. The banks managed to eke out some gains with CBA doing well and NABs making up some of the ground it lost yesterday. But everything else across the board was weaker with especially technology, the focus there, and industrials giving back some gains uh, that they tried to make this morning and resources also falling. We had a high of 7,063, a low 69.30, closing Below 7,000 and well below 7,000 for the first time since March. Illtech index, as I said earlier, down 6.7%. Gold, better in Aussie dollar terms. It is Aussie dollar terms, 26.88. Bitcoin now down to $27,047. The falls continuing in Asia. That stable coin issue infecting crypto crypto at the moment. Aussie dollar off 68.78. And we did see 10-year yields falling back to 3.44%. In Asian markets, Japan was down 1.7%. Uh, uh, Let's just get a quick update on Japan and the Asian markets. So we're uh, fully updated. Uh, but Japan at the moment down 1.77%. Um, Hang Seng down 2%. And the Chinese market down 0.8% of a percent. Currently, U.S. futures markets showing small losses. They were showing small gains. Uh, Dow down 69, Nasdaq down around 16 as we hit the podcast at the moment. Stocks on the move today. Judo doing well. Brokers certainly firming in their aspirations and their price targets for that one. So um, we are seeing uh, Judo uh, looking good, 5.9% up. Orica exploding to the upside, 4.7% better. IHL was up 9.6% today on a uh, APIRX acquisition presentation. And ATA was up 6.9%. CAE also doing well today. They were up 5.8%. That's Kaninda Resources. Uh, Satire. One of the big losers. Hard to believe Satire is now 45 cents, down nearly 15% today. This was the golden child of e-commerce selling $1,000 t-shirts. Uh, they peaked 
at $4.75. They are now 45 cents. That's a tenth of the price they were just back in November, where they peaked $4.75. Gal, G-A-L, Galileo, Figaro. Uh, they fell today uh, after their big, huge rise yesterday. They were down 22.8% today. Uh, they did uh, announce... Um, a presentation today on the back of that palladium and platinum discovery uh, that we saw yesterday which looked pretty impressive. AX1 uh, had a good day yesterday, not so good today, down 4.7% and we did see a little bit of director buying in that one. MBH, Maggie Beer Holdings came out today with a profit downgrade falling 13% in the process and ABY which is Adore Beauty well, there's no beauty about this one. It's become an ugly duckling down nearly 13% today. Again, looking back to that one, back in November, it was $5.20. Now it is $1.20. So putting that in perspective, SQ2 down 17.6. Altium having a shocker today. CSR also falling foul of broker downgrades. Uh, they fell 9.6% today. And Megaport continued to slide 9.7% down and Money 3, which was looking good yesterday, down 9.6% today. So it is a day-to-day -day proposition in some of these stocks. It had a, a good rise yesterday from uh, $2.23 up to $2.40, now back down to $2.17. Speculative stock of the day, well, there was nothing that was really much higher on any decent volume. The closest I could come to finding speculative stock of the day today don't forget that is a stock that's moving higher for a reason with volume was Midway Limited, which was up 19.1%, only 337,000 shares traded, but it has updated the market on its sale of Plantation Estate and Greenfield commitment. In the news today, CBA, unaudited cash profit, 2.4 billion in quarter three. Expenses down 2%, income down 1%, citing margin pressures. Compared to the March quarter of last year, CBA grew home lending by 8.5%, household deposits by 13.5%, business lending by 126 and business deposits by 13.5%. No wonder Commonwealth Bank trades at a premium. Zero. Big fall today. Full year NPAT. New Zealand 9.1 million. Consensus was 2.2 million. That's a loss, by the way. Flags higher expenses in 23. Good night, the share price. That's the reason for an 11.6% fall. Net loss of 8.3 million for the year compared with a profit last year of 17.9. Orica, half-year underlying NPAT, 129.2. Consensus was 108.4. Unfranked div of 13 cents, representing a payout ratio of 41%. And Viva Energy, VEA, had a... Modest day today, down 0.4%. Earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization. EBITDA for the first four months of the year touched $308 million, two-thirds higher than the same period a year ago. In economic news, we had building approval. Seasonally adjusted estimate for total dwelling approved fell 18.5%. We also saw overseas arrivals and departures still a long way away from uh, the pre-pandemic levels, but climbing arrivals saw a monthly increase of 103,000. So no great massive jump in arrivals, but departures, people leaving the building, uh, up around to 159,000 trips. 
New Zealand inflation expectations rose further in the second quarter. Two years, two year ahead expectations rose to a 31-year high of 3.29% from 3.27%. And we did see those crypto ETFs kicking off today in our market. Meanwhile, in Asia, Subaru plans to invest around 1.9 billion on electric vehicle battery capacity in its main factory in Gunmar in Japan. And China's tightening COVID rules and extended lockdowns make the V-shaped recovery that we're used to from 2020 a dim possibility this time round. Over in the UK, Europe and the US, uh, the US has a baby formula shortage. Supply chain issues the issue. And also Abbott being knocked back with one of their baby formula powders uh, by the FDA. And the Biden administration has made formula availability a top priority. UK GDP for March was down 0.1 of a percent. That's down. So the economy has stopped growing and is now going backwards as inflation goes higher. And US household debt is now at a record $16 trillion. Sobering thought. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great evening.